Nothing makes riders more happy than a fresh set of A-Kit-style suspension. Oh, drool. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hitting that download button, and thank you for pressing play. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and the one and only Race Tech. Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. Just FYI, the free shipping, three-day shipping, is over 75 bucks. So you guys know the drill, right? Head over there, check them out. Also, check out their YouTube channel. Chase and the guys are doing reviews, doing some things. I actually have done some stuff with Chase just recently. I'm trying to get them more involved in some bike stuff. So go check out the YouTube channel and see what they have to offer. There's a section called Five Tips. I've done a lot of those over there, so you can go check them out, get some riding tips, get some girl tips. There's a lot of things over there at Rocky Mountain that is fun to look at and to view. But do yourself a favor, go save yourself some money, get the parts, get the accessories, get whatever it is that you need, like fly racing gear, right? Flyracing.com, go check them out. 2020 gear line is available and ready for you guys to wear. It's looking good. Wait till you see the Monster Energy Cup Limited Edition gear. Woo-woo! I'm stoked. Hello, fly racing, I want to wear it. So I will be wearing that stuff. Can't wait for you guys to see it. But they have more than just gear, people. They've got casual wear. They've got hard parts. BMX. Even though it's 194 outside. They've got snowmobile gear. If you're a street rider, they even got that too. Go check them out. Flyracing.com. Big supporter of this podcast. Big supporter of me in general. Great people. So support those that support this podcast. Last, but certainly not least, of course, Racetech, Racetech.com. New bike season is here. Go check them out if you want to get your stuff revalved, resprung, you know, refreshed, whatever it is. Go check out Racetech.com. They have it. You guys want to get some engine work done. Very smart engine builders over there as well. Yes, I've been getting a lot of emails about this Honda CRF 250R project. That is not Racetech's fault. We had a little bit of a faulty Honda part go bad, so I had to get a new Honda part, so it took some time to get that part and back in the Honda, but we will talk about that on the podcast when we do this thing, which will be very, very soon, so sorry for the delay on that, but go check out Racetech.com, email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com, get yourself a discount, that way when you send your stuff over there, save yourself some money.
So do that. How's it going? We're back again. I'm a little under the weather today, so I might not be as hyped as normal. I'm um, getting a little bit of a cold. I had a long week last week, and then we raced on Sunday, and then it's been still 149 degrees here in the desert, and we've been testing, so my old ass is dragging a little bit. But we are here on a Thursday afternoon getting this podcast out to you because it's been a long time coming. I've had this stuff on my KTM. Which stuff is that? The WP Pro Components Exact Suspension. Okay. Some of you guys are wondering what the hell is going on with the name. What have they changed? What is going on? Well, we're going to explain all that to you and more and tell you how it is on the track, if it's worth the money, what they've changed from the previous generation suspension. We're going to be laying that all out here on this podcast. And we might even do a little bit of a comparison to say if you guys don't want to spend that much money, if you got your AER stuff revalved versus this Cone Valve Pro Component Exact Front Fork and, of course, Exact Rear Shock. So we're going to talk about all of that, give you guys some information, lead you guys to the promised land, and see if that is what you guys want to do out there, to spend the money. I understand it. It's expensive. Not everyone's going to listen to this and say, oh, yeah, Kiefer, no problem. I got an extra six grand laying around. I'm just going to dump into my bike. Look, I understand that. It's not for everyone. But if you guys are like me, you just want to listen and uh, maybe get some more knowledge from just what exactly this stuff does. You know, I'm not running A-kit stuff on my Honda right now, but if I want to know... If Showa came out with a new set of suspension, I want to know all about it. Same thing goes for WP. I want to know what's up, what's going on in my KTM, my Husqvarna, and of course, WP, they make, we did a podcast, what, last year about putting that stuff on your Yamaha YZ450F. I know some of you guys say, oh, that's blasphemy, but honestly, that stuff worked really good on that Yamaha. As good as KYB is, WP has come a long way, guys. And if you're uh, an old school WP guy from, I don't know, six, seven years ago, the whole set of suspension feels a lot different than it did seven years ago, guys. Trust me. I was one of the first guys who helped develop the KTM 250SXF back in the day. And we, of course, were using WP stuff. And I'm going to say right here, right now, it wasn't that great. It was pretty bad. And, uh... If you had WP stuff back in the day, you're like, oh, gosh, it's going to be a headache for me to dial this stuff in. Well, fast forward to today. Not the case anymore, guys. Lots of changes. uh, Lots of new things they're offering now for the consumer. So a lot of cool new things that WP has been brought um, to the forefront, I would like to say, just like KTM and Husqvarna have uh, been doing for many years. Uh, WP is piggyback on top of that, and they've been coming out with um, basically just new components, um, refresh branding, and just things that are going to make your bike feel better, more compliant, plusher, and to be able to push a little bit harder. So I'm very familiar with the KTM 450SXF, so that is what I stuck this WP Exact Pro components on. 
Um, I still have my Husqvarna FC450, and I will switch this stuff back and forth to see if there is a difference. But as of right now, this stuff has been on my KTM 450 SXF for a long time. Been really trying hard to go to some different style tracks to see how the track toughness is on this suspension. Because if there is one thing that I want to get across in this podcast is, does this stuff work in a wide variety of conditions? Because that's important to me. I do not want to be dicking with my bike every single track that I go to. The plus side to a Yamaha YZ450F is its track toughness. The downside to a KTM 450SXF sometimes is track toughness where I got to screw with it. Of course, you have the WPAER fork. You have to check the air pressure. Sometimes you got to dial the air pressure in for each track. So it can be a nightmare at times. So here we are. I need a spring fork. You guys know me. I love a spring fork feel. I need more front-end traction and just basically want a more compliant slash more performance out of this KTM 450SXF without having to dick with it too much. I want to hop on, ride it, go fast, and be comfortable. So we're going to talk all about this and more on this special suspension edition, if you want to call it an A-kit, edition of the Kiefer Tested Podcast. So what exactly did WP change for, I'm going to say 2020, that's what we're going to go with today. We've been getting a lot of updates from WP about the exact name. You're seeing this Husqvarna KTM uh, bump sticks now that say exact, they have different branding. So what has changed from those black cone valve forks that we ran last year? And this new champagne look that they call exact on the shock and the fork. To me, right away, I'm just going to say I kind of like the black stuff a little bit better as far as looks. Uh, the champagne stuff is nice and clean looking, but it doesn't stand out as much as the black stuff does. So WP went into the champagne color direction for their pro components to, to mimic the race team look. If you go look on Marv's and Cooper Webb's bike, that is the colorway that they're running on their factory bike. So I do understand why WP went that direction and chose that color just to kind of mimic, hey, it looks like race team stuff. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's call it how it is. Some of these guys out there with a lot of money just want to have that look, right? So why not look like uh, your favorite rider, Cooper Webb or Marvin Muscan? So that's what they did. They changed the color. On the fork, the length has been increased. So now we're at a 945-millimeter length fork. There is less stiction, new coatings, and improved sealing on this new exact front fork. The tolerances have changed, which mean they are tighter, which means we will talk about what that means, actually, in performance on the track. And, of course, just like we said, the increased stroke range, now we're at a 945-millimeter length fork, and the cost of that fork is $3,499. Now, you're going to say, holy shit, Kiefer, $3,500? But if we're talking about a kit in general, okay, and that's what we're just going to call it, even though WP doesn't call their suspension a kit, but if we're talking about an a kit style suspension, the WP fork is a lot less expensive than a Showa fork. You're going to dump about 
eight to nine thousand dollars in a Showa A kit suspension set, possibly even more. I've heard Pro Circuit offer Showa A kit stuff for about eleven five. That's insane. There's no one out here listening to this podcast right now. I can almost guarantee it. Ninety nine percent of you listening to this stuff do not need to spend twelve thousand dollars on a set of suspension. Look. It's gnarly enough that we're going to spend this much money on a set of suspension when we spent $10,000 on a bike. But if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're curious about if this stuff is worth it, right? It's expensive. So just know in the realm of A-kit stuff, WP is the less expensive version. But I will tell you, there is more of a difference going from a stock set of KTM suspension versus what we're going to talk about today. There is more difference with that than there is going from a stock Honda fork and shock versus an A-kit fork and shock. Just the feeling on the track, period. So to me, that's worth it. It's less expensive. So that's what I'm talking about in the realm of A-kit, man. It's uh, it's expensive in general, but this is the less lesser of two evils, I would like to call it. So... Uh, uh, it's still nice to have a, a better option that doesn't. It's not going to cost you another ten thousand dollars, which is basically a cost of a motorcycle for just a set of suspension. So, I like that WP relatively still has their cost low. Um, what about this Exact Pro Shock? Let's well, let's let's take a step back. I want to tell you guys the weight. So, what's the difference in weight between the stock AER fork set? versus this exact cone valve fork. So you're going to gain about 2.2 pounds in the front end going from an air fork to this cone valve exact fork. We're going to talk about the weight difference, but I just want to let you guys know that sometimes don't freak out on paper all the time about weight. Sometimes having a little bit of weight helps the bike. And in this case, it does, which we will talk about. So you will add about 2.2 pounds to your, your front end, going from an air to a spring fork. Uh, it's around 20 pounds for a set of exact spring forks. And an AER fork set is about 17.8 pounds. So that's a, that's, I didn't, when I weighed these things, I didn't know they were that much. But honestly, uh, now that I think about it, 20 pounds is not that much for a set of suspension. So um, that's the differences in the weight on the fork. Uh, exact Pro Shock, surprisingly enough, <laughs> when I weighed these things, dude, the Exact Pro Shock is very light feeling. When I pick that thing up, I'm like, wow. So 8.8 pounds of stock uh, shock on a KTM 450SXF, and now we're going to 8.7. So you're actually losing, I mean, basically same amount of weight, but it feels really light. So uh, for me, very cool. And what's cool is the adjuster that you're getting on this exact pro shock. If you want to set your sag, the quick adjuster on this thing is awesome. Let's say you have like a little drill with an eight millimeter socket on the end. You can spin that adjuster around, set your sag. You can even stick a T-handle in there. Just makes it super easy to have this adjustable spring preload um, quick adjust. Very cool. I feel like every bike should come with that. It just makes life a lot easier because sometimes the pain they ask to get your hand in there Sometimes the spring doesn't spin, so a uh, cool piece that WP has in there. So basically, 8.8 pounds stock shock, 
seven with this exact Pro Shock, even with that adjuster. What's the difference between previous version and the new exact Pro Shock? It has a larger bladder, uh, the TXN adjuster that acts like a high speed rebound adjuster, where the old track shock basically used the dropout system. So that's a little bit different. You can, I guess, how I can relate it to you guys, you're coming down a hill and there's putting weight on the front end and it's forcing that front end down. Well, with that track system, you know, it wants to follow the ground, right? And it wants to really keep that rear wheel on the ground. Well, now you have this external adjustment for the high-speed rebound, so it's very easy to adjust, right? So if that thing is not sticking, to, the rear wheel's not sticking to the ground enough or it's forcing too much weight on the front end, very easy to adjust. You don't have to do it internally now. It's, everything is external. Much easier to adjust, uh, more rider-friendly. For me, I like to, to tinker a little bit with stuff. I know some of you guys out there listening do not. But trust me, the old saying goes, you're only as good as what you try. And now with this new Pro Shock that WP has, it makes it easier for us out there to try different settings to see what we really like. And of course, to try it in different conditions. So again, $2,249 for the Shock. Like I said before, in the realm of A-Kit stuff, this is the most affordable suspension there is in that department. So... um, Let's just get down to what you guys really want to know, right? What you guys really want to know is how it works on the track. You guys know that I've been running cone valve track stuff for a couple years on my bikes. So right there, that should tell you that it works pretty damn good. If it didn't work very good, you would uh, see me run it. We would talk about it, and then it would be off of my bike, and chances are very high that it will probably never return onto my test bikes because... If we already talked about it and I fed you the information that, hey, doesn't really work, I'm not going back to that. So right off the bat, I'm going to give you a little comparison of the AER fork versus the cone valve fork. Don't get me wrong. The AER fork has a good amount of comfort. For, I would say, 75% of the consumers out there, that fork is pretty damn good. But if you're a little bit... uh, of more of an aggressive rider, you ride a lot, you're looking to race, the predictability of that fork is not the best. It's not like a spring fork, okay? So going from the AER to the cone valve, immediately what you're going to notice is I feel a heavier front end. And what does that mean? So we're adding about, you know what, 2.2 pounds to this sucker, So that means the steering, the initial lean, is a little bit heavier feeling. So tip in now with this forks, a little bit heavier feeling. But to me, that's not such a bad thing. I can actually come into the corner a little bit harder, and the front end stays planted better. I just have to initiate my lean a little bit more than I do with the AER stuff. The benefit to me of having that heavier front end feel, front tire contact patch, front tire traction, mid-corner traction, exits. To me, throughout the complete corner, throughout the whole corner, I'm getting more front tire bite, especially on lean angle. That weight is pushing my front end down and forcing more of that force, I would like to say, on the knobbies. I approve. 
it will kind of shock you guys when you guys take them off the AER stuff and then put this cone valve on. You will be like, oh, wow, I can feel the steering. It's kind of heavy. It's not as uh, – change of direction is not as quick as the AER stuff. But here, here's the facts. When I ride with the AER stuff in a longer moto, it's good for about 12 to 15 minutes. And then I, it's really tough for me to predict – my front end, where I'm placing it, how I'm getting in the corner when that sucker gets hot. I feel like it loses damping control. And for me, going fast, I need damping control. This is what you're going to get from this exact pro fork. You're going to get better holdup, more damping control. And overall, for me, you're going to get better front tire traction. Like I said Earlier in this podcast, if I was on a Honda Sierra 450 going from a Showa standard fork going to an A-kit fork, I'm not seeing as much benefit as I do from going from an AER to exact pro fork. I'm seeing a lot of benefit for how I want to ride. I'm a front-end steering guy. I need more damping control, and this fork does it. What I do want to explain to you guys, too, you order this stuff from WP or you have an authorized dealer. They come, the suspension does come with baseline settings. When you say, hey, I decide I want to order this stuff, you enter your weight, you enter your, what you're riding, you're riding motocross, off-road, um, skill level. There is a base setting. This is what I was riding with. These settings that I have on my bike, minus a spring change, okay, and we'll talk about that, is the settings that you guys get when this stuff comes to you. So I really want to give a shout-out to WP for having some, I want to say, decent baseline settings for the consumer just in case your authorized dealer is not setting it up for you. And what I mean by that is let's say you buy some WP Exact Pro components from Racetech. Racetech has it. They ship it to you. They have baseline settings straight from WP. If Racetech... Okay, they'll ask you, hey, do you want us to set it up? And you say no, you're just going to get that stuff from what WP has as their baseline settings. It's not bad. It's pretty damn good. That's what I'm running with it right now. Could I get a little bit more holdup in my fork? Yes, but that's on me. I need to adjust that. I tried a .50 fork spring. I thought it was a little bit too stiff, so now... What I have is their baseline valving spec and .49 fork spring. That has comfort. It has enough holdup in most areas for me that I can really steer very well. I just thought going up in a spring rate to .50 left me with a little bit less front-end traction. And, of course, as you guys know, if you listen to this podcast, I need front-end traction. That predicts the whole track for me. If I can't lean, if I can't corner, I'm frustrated. I'm riding like shit, and it just completely ruins my day because I need a bike to corner. Now, this exact pro fork, to me, its best benefit, okay, is track toughness. We talked about that earlier as well. I can go from track to track, not have to adjust much. I have a... A motocross track here from my shop that's very rough, sandier based, square edgy with rolling whoops. I've been to Milestone, which is a little bit ruddy, 
tighter, jumpy. Went to Paula, sandier, bigger jumps, and uh, hard landings, okay? And then you have Glen Helen, big hills, uphills, downhills, square edgy, very hard pack, and a very inconsistent dirt feel. This fork, basically all I had to do now is plus one or two on the compression. I either backed it out on some tracks or I increased the, the compression one to two clicks. And I was happy. That's what I'm impressed with. I can't say that about the AER fork. I set air pressure. I'm like, yeah, I got to roll with what I got. You know, I just kind of in that mode where like, it's not going to work very good in these areas, and I just suck it up. Well, now with this Pro Component Fork, the bike works well in 90% of the areas that I ask it to. And the 10% that it doesn't, it's on me because I could actually change the valving and do some extra work to it for what type of riding and who, like for me, basically I want to customize it for me. I'm still running the WP baseline setting. So if I could sit here and say, man, it, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good, for, I would assume, for most of you guys listening to this podcast. That's what I like about going this fork. Yes, it's expensive. But look, if you're listening to this sucker, you're not really, uh, you're basically in the minority, I would like to call you guys. And it's a, it's a niche market for you guys out there that really want to spend the money and improve your motorcycle slash in your riding ability. And this is what it does. It allows me to ride a little bit harder, uh, push the envelope. And what I really like, it's safer for me to do that. I don't want to pin it right over my head. I'm over with that part of my life. The dampening control and the feeling that I get on this fork is overall more performance, better comfort, and that's tough to do at times with just a baseline setting. That's what I really want to get across for you guys. You purchase the stuff, those WP technicians there, Ola and the guys, they dial in. They spent several days with several different riders to try to come up with some great baseline settings for you guys. So when they ship this stuff, that's all inside of it. So a little less headache for you guys as well. Going to the shock, like I uh, was mentioning before, there is a bigger change to this exact Pro Shock than there was in previous generations. I was pretty high on the stock shock for many years, and I even said this on other podcasts, like, man, I would go to last year's Cone Valve Fork and just leave a stock shock on there and valve it. I was down with that. For this year, with the exact Pro Shock and what they did and the changes that they made make a bigger difference for me on the track. Uh, I could valve a stock shock last year and get some dampening control, some high-speed dampening, increased high-speed dampening, and I like that. Well, now, with the exact pro shock that they came out with for 2020, and having that external rebound adjuster now, for me, I can dial it in better, and I can get increased traction. That's what I really like about this shock. That If you can say... Kiefer, what's one thing about this shock that I like is how much rear wheel traction that I get now with this shock versus the previous generation. Under acceleration, guys, the KTM's already connected feeling. It has a really good you know, throttle to rear wheel connection. Well, now with this exact pro shock, I feel like under load, 
I don't get too much squat, but now I have a little bit less side-to-side movement. And I went back and forth on the stock shock a few times, and I'm like, okay, the stock shock's pretty good, but under load, I get a little bit of a wiggle, and it makes the front end light, and it could kind of upset the chassis if there's some squarage coming out. Well, now I can drive through that stuff, and the bike stays planted. It's squatted, but not too low. The bike has a flatter... Um, more just more of a balance, especially when you're hard under throttle. And when I'm really stabbing that throttle and trying to come out of a corner with some square edgy stuff, that thing just sticks to the ground and moves less. I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. I'm a, I'm really high on the YZ450F, this new bike. I like it a lot. But what I don't like at times is it, it squats it squats too much in the rear. Putting this shock on this KTM 450SXF now with this exact pro shock it doesn't squat too much it remains planted and it doesn't move side to side if i have three to four square edges coming out of a corner especially here in southern california guys there's a lot of that i can just instead of having a wah wah and try to hop them i can just leave the throttle on and let that rear wheel dip inside of each braking bump. i'm sorry each acceleration bump and it just hits them and it has a dead feel to it Previous, um, you know, exact Pro Shock, you know, the Trax edition did the same thing, but gave you a little bit of a harsh feel. It still had that dead feel, but now I have a sensation where I still have that nice dead feel, which I do like, but I do not pick up as much harshness. So I like the changes that they make. I like that I can mess with um, rebound dampening more now instead of having to go internally with the track system and really screw with it or take my shock off, I can simply do these adjustments um, at the track. So for me, it's easier to work with. I like that. Uh, Another big benefit to me is the new setting with the shock. I can run a little bit of a higher sag. I'm about 101 right now. Again, That puts more weight on the front end. I can turn a little bit better. I don't have to drop the ass in so low and then run my fork up. So I'm running a fork setting of 5 mil with 101 millimeters of sag. It just gives me an overall nice ride attitude around the track and a better balance than I've had in previous WP Pro Component stuff. So again, baseline settings, guys. This is all stuff that WP sends out to the consumer. These settings that I have on my bike are the same ones that you guys will be getting if, obviously, you're the same weight and you're riding motocross, things like that. These notes, these settings are in WP's Bible, and that is what they send to the consumer. That's what's pretty bitching about this um, This purchase is these guys actually go to the track and test a lot. They have many settings, and I feel like this stuff can get you closer, uh, as you guys would like to say, get you closer to a setting to where you feel comfortable. If you're spending this much money, it's hard to get something on there, on your bike, and be like, eh, it's a little bit better, but I mean, there's some things I would like to work on. It, it, it sucks. That's a shitty feeling. I get that feeling if I just pick up an A-kit stuff from Showa. Without having uh, a race tech or factory connection or Enzo valve it for me, 
it's tough to get a feeling to where be like, man, your guys' base settings are so far off. What's up with that? Like, it bums me out. To me, WP did a great job with this exact Pro Shock and, of course, the exact spring fork. You'll get more traction, both ends, front and rear. I like as well on the exact Pro Shock the high speed dampening with the, sh- the stock shock always does kind of feel empty. And when you kind of get low in the stroke, when you hit a face of a jump, it just doesn't have a lot of dampening feel. And then when you try to increase that dampening with some high speed, it leaves you with less traction coming out of a corner. And it's just really tough balance to try to dial in. Now with this, of course, with the pro components, I get all of that traction and a little bit more comfort and a lot of performance. So I like that. Hey guys, commercial time. Do not forward these things. There is gold inside of these commercials. Save yourself some money. Take a gander. Take a listen. Please. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the KieferInkTesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6DHelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven, I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com Neil over there is a writer. 
He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. And I've got one for you. Save some money. VertexPistons.com Have you guys checked out FirepowerParts.com? Batteries, chains, oils. They got what you need. Go look at them. FirepowerParts.com And of course, get those suckers at RockyMountAntVMC.com Thank me later. Good stuff. I'm so happy you made it. We're back with the show. You guys got some discount codes and you're happy. All right. What you guys can expect, you know, some differences. I just want to, I don't want to paint this picture and be, hey, it's all cotton candy and pink lemonade. The overall bike does get a little bit firmer of a feel, slightly more rigid. So when you do go to these forks, the bike itself does get a little bit more rigid feeling than what you have with this AER stuff in the front end. That is because now you're working with, uh, larger piston sizes, a uh, different rod, and you're just getting a tighter tolerance, so you're going to get a firmer feel, right? Well, what I would like to explain to you guys now is triple clamps. KTM, to me, doesn't have a good triple clamp uh, slash handlebar system. I'm fairly certain that Necken makes their triple clamps. It is on the rigid side. So now we're adding this pro component to the, to the front end, we're gaining more rigidity. Yeah, we got some more performance. We're getting a little bit more traction. But now I'm gaining rigidity through my hands. I don't like that feeling. Look, I'm older. I'm getting the suspension because I want more comfort. What can we do? The sad part is we got to spend more money. We got to spend more money by getting a KTM hard parts clamp. The same clamp that comes on the factory edition, this clamp gives more. It flexes more. It feels a lot better than the stock clamp. WP also offers the same clamp in black. If you know you don't want orange, it's the same clamp. It's a KTM hard part hard part clamp, but it it bolts up differently. The the way the webbing is underneath is a lot different and basically overall for me what you're getting with when you add this hard part clamp to your bike you're getting increased flex, so I'm getting more comfort. 
doesn't hurt my front tire traction, but for me helps front end stability. When I'm coming hard into a, a corner with a lot of braking bumps, and I'll give you an example. Talladega, Glen Helen, you have this long sweeper, and then you have this long straightaway with a roller coming down, and then you have a left-hand turn. So after that roller, you just get a ton of braking bumps. So you're getting a bike that unloads, and then when it starts to load, you're hitting these brakey bumps, and it just gets a little bit rigid and stiff in that area. Putting that clamp on made the bike feel so much calmer and flatter because it's flexing more and it's giving. I was like, wow. I never really thought the clamp was horrible on the stock KTM until I rode with the factory edition. I'm like, wow, this clamp is... uh is pretty nice, like it has a lot of forgiveness. So I just recently stuck the factory edition clamp on my 2020 KTM 450 SXF and rode with the pro components and the stock clamp and the hard part clamp back to back, and I could tell you're going to get a lot more comfort with that. So if you guys are looking to increase the comfort, keep the front end traction, get a little less sting in your hands, Look into this hard part slash factory edition clamp, and it's it's much it's much calmer. I've turned on a lot of these pro privateer kids to this clamp. Uh, one of them, Jerry Robin, he was having a hard time with rigidity, and I said, "Hey man, try this clamp." He went to it. He actually purchased it himself, and he's like, "Man, I couldn't believe the difference for me what it did when I was coming in the corners. I have less harshness, and the overall bike feels softer." So that's another thing. I put this clamp on, and I feel like now the overall fork feeling action is smoother, but also softer. So I can increase my compression, and it feels like I have a little bit more comfort and more movement in the fork. I wasn't shy about increasing my my compression dampening. I went in one click when I changed this triple clamp, and to me it worked really well. It cornered well. And it, the action of the whole fork was just smoother. Going to this clamp now, will it work on the AER stuff? Yes, I've done that as well. To me, it'll give you a little bit more forgiveness, a little bit more added comfort in the front end, a little bit less rigid feeling. As well, as you guys know, you guys got to change that handlebar. For me, that's too rigid as well. Go to a Pro Taper bar. Evo, I have an SX Race Bend on my KTM. Helps with dampening character, less sting in your hands on slap down. So... Overall, as you go to this exact pro components, you will get a little bit more of a rigid feeling. But again, you can kind of help combat that a little bit by trying going to this KTM hard part clamp. So WP does also offer it, like I said, in black. You can look on their website. And uh, for me, I think black would actually be pretty cool on the champagne color fork. I should have got the black one, but I ended up getting the orange one. So what about a spring conversion, Kiefer? I get a lot of that as well. I understand that you guys may not want to spend $3,500 on a pair of forks, but what about a spring conversion? There is a lot of spring conversion systems out there. I know Racetech has one, WP, Factory Connection, and I have tried most of them. I will say that it is better going from an AER to a spring conversion, yes. The things that you will be missing from... Having an exact pro component fork versus just a spring conversion is you still will not be getting the performance and damping control that you will be getting by going to a pro component fork. 
I will say that you will get more traction going to a spring conversion from the AER. But past that, uh, comfort is about the same, honestly. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm a, As you guys know, I've been a <laughs> an Air Fork, not hater, but I have just haven't been too fond of Air Forks. But now that I have more time on them, um, obviously this Air Fork has been in circulation for a long time. It has gotten better. The comfort of the fork is not the bad part on this AER fork. It is basically the consistency that I have a problem with and the control, the dampening control on this thing. So going to a spring conversion, you will be getting uh, a little bit uh, more front tire traction, slightly better dampening control, but you will not be getting it to the effect of this pro component. Pro component, sorry. You can get into the corners better with this pro component fork. You can slam into things harder, and you have more dampening control with this fork. I will say the spring conversion is still expensive. It's not cheap. If I was racing a lot and I had a little bit of extra money, look, if I had a little bit of extra money to spend it on the spring conversion versus the the this pro component fork, I would spend my money in the pro component area just because I know that I can flip this fork to my next bike. It'll fit on my bike. Uh, I can go race it, have confidence in it. And if I, let's say, if I wanted to get rid of this fork, the resale value on these WP pro component stuff is very good. I can't resale um, or resell this spring conversion as well as I could having a pro component fork. So there are some differences between a spring conversion and this exact pro component fork. And for me, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. If I'm already spending 1500 bucks or whatever on this spring conversion, uh, what I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to spend an extra 1500 bucks. And I think for me, I'm going to be much happier with how I can ride and how far I can push having this exact front fork. So that's my two cents. And I know I get a lot of emails about that. But for me, if you have enough money to spend on a spring conversion, you're going to have enough money to spend on this this other fork. So, um, And you'll be getting way more dampening feeling, dampening character, uh, more performance, and just an overall better feeling front end for me. Now what about settings? Just in case you guys do get a set of this stuff, where am I at on my clicker slash settings? So on the fork, height, like I said, 5 millimeters. Compression is at 18 out. Rebound is at 18 out. Sag, 101. High speed compression, 45. Low speed, 20. Rebound, 25. And what they call the traction control, or the other rebound dampening knob, is at 15. So that's what's cool, is that traction control adjustment which acted like last year's version was the track internal track system now we can again we can move that via externally and much easier so that's where i'm at i've been messing with that quite a bit it does work my suggestion to you guys out there with this tc knob go one to two clicks that's plenty you'll be able to feel the difference so just know that each click on this thing's fairly sensitive and I would start with a one to two. Do not try to go more than that. So that is where I'm at with my settings. 
I'm like I said, I'm going to go to put this stuff on the Husqvarna and see if it changes. Um, it's just just for shits and giggles. I want to see, hey, does this KTM setting work on a Husqvarna? So for you guys listening to have a white version, I want you guys to know, yeah, it does work. Um, we just can't assume on these things, right? Even though the bikes are very similar, but as we know, they do feel different in ways. So I'm going to go stick this stuff on the white bike, do the same thing, ride different tracks, and we will be getting back to you in an article on keferinktesting.com. We're not just going to ride this thing a month. We're going to put a lot of time on it. We're going to try to get you guys some information on rebuilding intervals and how long this thing lasts, how long till it breaks down, till it feels soft and mushy, if the seals are good, because I know sometimes you guys are worried about reliability on what you guys are putting on your bike. And of course, it's expensive, right? So it should be reliable. Uh, but we'll be doing more of that here very soon. And of course... If you guys want to know anything about this podcast, you want to know anything about these parts, always my door is open. Not completely open, but it's cracked. Chris at keferinktesting.com. I am happy to guide you, to help you, to give you the no bullshit answers, just like we do on this podcast and at keferinktesting.com. I don't have a lot of uh, other things to offer you guys but my integrity. I could be a lot richer than I am right now, guys. Trust me. I get a lot of advertisers that want to advertise on this podcast, but I turn them down because I simply do not believe in the product. So I could be living the high life, and sometimes Heather looks at me and goes, what the hell are you doing? We could be making more money, but I'm like, dude, I just can't do it. I can't sleep at night. So um, if these advertisers are on this podcast, please support them. They're good people. They have good products. Chances are there is a discount code for those things. If you don't know them, listen to the commercials. If you guys are lazy, which I hope you're not, Chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll try to get you a discount code or at least an email to guide you in the right direction. So I appreciate you guys listening to the stuff. We'll be back next week. Some pretty big news. We're going to do our shootouts a little bit different this year. Not going to be the same old, same old, because I know you guys are probably burnt out on shootouts. I know I kind of am, and I feel like we should have a little bit of fun with it. Um, so next week, I'm going to give you guys my rankings on the 450, actually 2020 450 rankings. And then we're going to go for there and have a little bracket-style fight. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. You guys want to go check out all the WP products, wp dash suspension.com check it out again hit me up chris at keyforinktesting.com i'll help you out and guide you through what you need thank you for listening be good to each other see you at the track